0: One, two, Princes now before you, that's what I said now, Princes, princes who adore you, just go ahead now, one has diamonds in his pockets, that's some bread now, this one said wants to buy you rockets ain't in his head now. <laughs> This one He's got a princely racket, that's what I said now. Got some Bixel upon his jacket. Ain't in his head now. You marry him, your father will Conzone you. How how about that now? Marry me. Your father will disown you. He'll eat his hat now. Oh me. Marry me I'm the one that love you baby Can't you see And got no future or family tree But I know what a princess ought to love to be I know what a princess lover ought to be I said if you Want to call me baby Just go ahead now If you Like to tell me maybe, Just go ahead now If you Want to buy me flowers Just go ahead now If you Like to talk for hours Just go ahead now Welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. <clears throat> I am your host, Solomon Ray. That was just a nice, cute, just very calm, relaxed, quaint, very subtle rendition of Pocket Full of Cry- I mean, Spin Doctors' um, Two Princes off their Pocket Full of Kryptonite album released in 1991, bitch. I don't know how I remember some of these songs when, like, clearly I was, like, a solid four years old. But I just have a very sonic memory and a very visual memory. Even though the older I get, it is starting to lack. And I don't know why. But anyways, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Um, It is a little bit late. I'm recording this on a Thursday at 2 p.m. I didn't do it yesterday because, well, I got home from the gym at 10.30 Hold on, I, f- I hear an echo. Hold on, let me figure this audio out. God damn it. Okay, so now I think I fixed it. No, bitch, I still hear the fucking... Hold on. Okay, now I think I fixed it. Ugh. I haven't set up my... um. I haven't set up my my microphone or like anything yet so i'm using this ranky danky one that i've been using whenever i travel which actually isn't that bad of a microphone you know what i'm saying so um yes first things first i want to give a shout out to everyone who's rated and reviewed the podcast five stars we're currently at 592 ratings on apple Podcasts, and bitch it's been a year so thank you guys so much much. Um, you can also rate it five stars on Spotify. Bitch, if it's not five stars, don't do it. it re- like, I don't know how to keep telling y'all this. Like, if it's not going to get five stars, bitch, don't do it. Just just log off. Log off. Honestly, just log the fuck off, bitch. Anyways, so I want to give a shout out to um, me, myself, and Kay. She says hilarious and real love Solomon. I look forward to the podcast every week. I found Solomon on the discover section of Snapchat in 2020 during the pandemic. I have following him since the only person I watch snap stories without skipping. So entertaining and relatable. Thank you for being so open with your audience. We love you, Solomon. Thank you, girl. Um, So thank you so much for writing a review and. Rating it on Apple Podcast. What else? What else? What else? Um, what what what's been going on? Not really much, bitch. I've just really been on my Kanye workout plan. I've been eating my little skinny food, bitch. I've been really hitting the gym six days a week. Literally six days a week. Like it's I'm back to like, I'm really back to me, bitch. I feel like I'm back to my old self. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but I just felt like, you know, like when you're going through the, the knee deep, but bitch, I'm about to start right? Oh, cause I was just talking about this on something else with my, my best friend the other day and it had nothing to do with like fitness or nothing, but it was just, you know, like when bitch, this is too early for me to get into tears, bitch. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's not even five minutes into the show, bitch. <laughs> Okay, let me try to contain myself so I can say this. But you know like when you when you know you're doing something that is not great or you know like when you're in the the thick of something and you're just like, this is not great for my, my well-being or this is something I need to quit or this is something I need to tail off or like just something in your life that needs to go. And you're like, no, I'll just, you know, it's and 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 then you know like there's going to be repercussions later on or like you're gonna have to deal with the the aftermath you know what i'm saying like the aftermath of it all years later and you're just like girl please and then like you get out of it and you're like girl i didn't have to deal with no aftermath like you know like let's say you went through a divorce or a breakup or whatever and like you just be like bitch you break up with him like bitch i'm fine like what y'all and people like oh are you okay are you okay and you're like bitch i'm fine like i'm good but it's not until like two years later you know like when you have an earthquake and it's like what is it called aftershock like it's like two years later it'd be like bitch now you're starting to feel it because you suppressed your feelings for you know what I'm saying well this is way deeper than what I needed to get into because bitch I'm really just talking about getting on a diet <laughs> but um it just you know triggered me because it was something else I was talking about with my best friend last week and I was like bitch I just feel like for like oh I'm not gonna have to deal with this I'm not gonna like I'm I made it out safely I'm good you know like I'm I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, bitch, now you're starting to see the little after effects, you know? So anyway, so bitch, I'm, um, I'm back into the swing of things and it just feels good because I, that whole two years of being in that pandemic, I was like, oh girl, it's just I ain't gaining that much weight or oh bitch I'm not but now I'm I'm back to my routine of not always eating trash but compensating it by being in the gym more often and taking my supplements and you know just not being trash you know and and getting my ass up and not eating in bed and like yesterday what what I do oh I came came home I ate that trash-ass meal and dumped a bunch of hot sauce on it. And then afterwards, I opened up a bottle of champagne, which was, thankfully, it was trash because I didn't finish it. I had, like, a couple sips and threw the whole rest of it away because it was doo-doo. And normally I was like, oh, I'm gonna, like, snack on something, some chips, some, like, you know, something salty and yummy and scrumptious. Bitch, I had three... Carrot slices and went went to drink my little fucking melatonin tea, bitch, and went to fucking sleep. And then this morning I woke up and I was like, oh, girl, I'm about to, you know, order me a bacon, egg, and cheese, bitch. You know, because honestly, there's this place like literally a block away, but I still order from them and pay the delivery fee because it's like, bitch, please. But, um... They, no, they should be banging, bitch. Everything I've ordered from them be banging. So I was like, no, I'm going to give me a little bacon, egg, and cheese, bitch. And I said, you know what, bitch, get your ass up in this fucking kitchen, get you some oatmeal, all right, with some blueberries and some cinnamon and drink your cold, cold brew coffee and relax, bitch. You know what I'm, hold on. Is this my delivery? Because I swear to God, if they don't deliver this fucking artwork, hold on, let me just see. Hold on. Okay, never mind. That wasn't my delivery. Bitch, I ordered, like, Neiman's has, like, these skateboards, like, these three skateboards. And it has, like, you know, Andy Warhol paintings on them, Basquiat. And they're all limited edition, and so you can only pick, like, certain ones. And so the one I wanted, I was able to snag in time. And it's going to go perfectly right into my kitchen area. And it was supposed to be delivered on Tuesday while the man who was mounting all this shit... Bitch, anyway, so what was I saying? So, anyway, so I walk up. I was like, bitch, I'm going to have me a little bacon, egg, and cheese. (laughs) Bitch, I got up in here, ate that little oatmeal with my cold brew, and I'm fine. You know, it's crazy because, like, the, the more and more you kind of stay focused on something, the cravings start to go away. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I haven't had McDonald's in forever, and you know, bitch, I was eating McDonald's at least five times a day. I mean, five times a week, maybe sometimes six. Yeah, bitch. Like, I don't know what was going on. I, bitch, I was just fucking, I do not know what was going on. I was just eating trash, like, back to back to back. And then drowning myself in booze, you know? And now I'm like, oh, bitch, I had that bottle of champagne, I opened it, and I took a couple sips, and I was like, this is not good. It's there's. It's not even worth me drinking. Yeah, bitch, like, if you could, I feel like if you could do something for one week, it helps, but if you can do it for a whole month, you're, you're solid, and it's just, I think the first week was kind of like, not a struggle, but it's definitely been a lot easier now, like, now I'm just like, girl, let me eat this fucking carrot, bitch, let me eat these little fucking blueberries, bitch, um, you know what I'm saying like bitch? Last night I really wanted some Top Ramen. Y'all know how I love me a Top Ramen, honey. But see, I want I like the cheap Top Ramen. I don't want no expensive Top. Bitch, listen, I'm not about to spend no fucking $30 on no ramen and a $5 delivery fee and a $7 fucking service fee and then a $5 tip for some damn Top Ramen that it ain't it, you know what I'm saying? And when you buy those things, you need at least 2 of them. You need at least two big ass things a time. Like, you know, they it's so small and petite. Like, bitch, what am I supposed to do with this? This a fucking snack that I spend fifty dollars on. It's like a fucking lobster roll. I've been talking, me and Ashley have this ongoing like like not even really a joke, just like a common understanding that like when it comes to lobster rolls, bitch, there ain't much like it's just they already fifty dollars. For a lobster roll. Back in the day, a lobster roll used to be $25. Now these bitches is fucking $5, and you need two of them to feel complete. So, so it's like, bitch, I, am I really about to spend $100 on a, a, a lobster roll? Maybe. Stay tuned. Um, but, yeah, I'm back on my little Kanye workout plan. It's been—I um, do—I have a Pilates trainer and I'm also trying to take, like, I, I I went to my first, like, Pilates class, like, a group class. Bitch, those, bitch, so, okay. My Pilates instructor, like, doing everything with the reformer and the equipment, she's like, yo, you're, like, really good at this. But, you know, I'm kind of, I still have, like, built muscle within me. You know, my core is not trash. But, bitch, I was doing, I did the little mat class the other night and bitch these bitches was like they was doing shit I I was like damn like they were really impressed I was really impressed I'm the bitch in the back you know this brolic ass bitch you know with a fitted hat on and fucking tattoos looking you know not slender and sleek and cunt you know, in the back, like, struggling, bitch, to get my ass up off the mat. Like, it was wild. But then we had to do push-ups, and none of these bitches could do push-ups. So I was like, you know what? You know, it's... Ugh. But um, it's... So that's been helping a lot. Um, the, And it's also fun to kind of do. I do like my Pilates instructor. She's really sweet. Um, I'm doing my boxing today at 6... Because sometimes it's like, sometimes I just want to punch something and I just feel like there's nothing I could do sometimes to really get rid of my anger and I'm the type of person where I have my little anger and it just be in my I just put it in little little purse and I just put it away like let's say you have like a little coin purse and you just be putting little coins in your purse and you'll keep your little coins and one coin going into the little coin purse you close it and then you come back you put a little couple more coins in and eventually there's nothing you could do with all the coins they just fall out your purse your little coin purse so bitch sometimes you just gotta punch something Yeah, bitch. You really do. And it's kind of nice because it calcifies your knuckles. So, like, in case in real life, you know, you got to punch somebody without boxing gloves, it helps. Back in the day, and I'm really exposing myself from being a hood booger, we used to take... Oh, my God. This is so disgusting. We would take our knuckles. And this is what the Mexicans used to do. I don't know why I just and I realize it's actually, there's truth to this, but you would take, you would go to like the the curb of the sidewalk and you would take your knuckles and you would just hit your knuckles on the, the edge of the sidewalk until they bleed. Okay, this is so stupid. Don't do this. This is so embarrassing. But it's to calcify your your knuckles. So, you know, when you get into a, a, a disagreement with someone, you know, you just it it be rocking them. But, you know what I'm saying, but you can do that in other like ways that do not include bleeding and like literally fucking pounding your 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 knuckles on the fucking concrete. You could do it through like boxing and cuz it does it. It doesn't do it as well, but it still do it. Yeah, like there I had a crush on this guy named Jose. And his knuckles was big, bitch. Like, ooh, it was hurting. me- oh, I was like, damn, like, he be really fighting motherfuckers. Ooh. <laughs> like, when I tell you his- It looked like he had marbles in, in every single fucking- Like, implanted in every single fucking knuckle. But, um, yeah, because I will say this. It's a little- So- I, I, so when I first was like, oh, I'm gonna move back to New York, a couple people were like, bitch, you heard the crime is kind of off the chain. And I was like, girl, boo, like, ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hear that all the time, but like, I've never, like, I feel safer walking at 3 a.m. in a fucking alley than like midnight in California. You know what I'm saying? But, bitch, I will say this, it's a little different now. Things are a little—I do—I don't know what's going on. (laughs) The girls are talking to themselves more and more on the train. Like, a bitch just fucking um, hammered this man's head with a hammer on the train, this Asian man. Somebody just threw, like, feces on this lady who's on the train, this homeless person. I had this guy I hooked up with yesterday— he was like, yeah, bitch, I was on the train and the homeless person just punched me in the face. I was like, damn, bro, like, that's wild. That's crazy. And he was like, yeah. And then like a few weeks ago, like, I I got like drugged and then like robbed. I was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But it's also like, I'm not going to say anything, but hmm, how can I put it? You, it's, I will say, I actually, you know what, I don't. Because I will say no one's ever tried me a day in my life when it came to, like, trying to punk me or nothing. The only time I get tried is in customer service situations. That's it. That's the only time when someone think like, bitch, try this motherfucker. But, like, everywhere else, I've never experienced it. However, however, I can say, you know, like, when you walk into, like, an area and maybe I'm just sensitive to energies, but like you just be like, bitch, it's a little, it's a little turnt right now. Like the vibe is a little off. Like you be like, it's a little, it's some, it's some shit happened. It's some, there's some, there's things are brewing, you know? It's kind of giving that. Like I will be honest, it's a little, it's a little weirder than when I used to live here. It's a little, something's happening. Yeah, I don't know if they done dumped off all the Rikers crazies out, or the fucking looney Looney bin done got let out. The insane asylum, bitch. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but like it's some weird shit going on, bitch. And fucking crime jumped up sixty percent from February to, from in comparison to February twenty twenty one to February twenty twenty two. It's up sixty six or sixty percent, which is fucking wild. And a lot of them are like things from the subway anyways but you know the, the dolly got her little her little bladey. she got her little blade she got two blades honestly she got two little blades mm-hmm. they're small and cute and kind you can order them on amazon for real they're small you could there. there's some i have a, a, a few blades because back in the day when i was a kid i used to always carry blades and then i think i got in trouble when i was like 19 or 20 a detective came to my house because I pulled a blade on too many people. And they were like... I think the detective just tried to punk me. He put his his business card when I used to live in... With me and Serena were roommates once. And he put a business card. And Serena's like, yo, this detective... His name was Detective Snow. I'll never forget. Detective Snow was looking for me because I kept trying to pull... I was pulling out my blade on too many people in San Diego. And word got around from 911 calls, this motherfucker is threatening people, you know, and doing some shit. And bitch, I was scared my mom and then he, he came to my mom's house and dropped off his car too. But he didn't do nothing or nothing. They were just like, "Oh, we got 911 calls of you attacking people or some shit allegedly." And I was like, "Well, but anyways, so you can get these little small so that I bitch I had a big like a real big ass box cutter, like you know what I'm saying, but now they got little small little blades. Um that are like they're cute they're re- they're actually really really cute and dainty and you it's just like a little small little keychain but bitch they still do the work pop that in somebody's jugular or their fucking simple bitch please don't play um, but there's a few there's like some slider ones there's retractable ones you know but listen it's you're not you I'm not you're not going to punch me while I'm on the train. It's never... I just... You can, but that blade is coming out. And I had to tell my little hookup, a little sweet guy, like, you know, just... I think he moved to New York in November. And a little sweet little kid and whatnot. But I said, Joe, you gotta, like... You can't be looking on the ground when you're walking. You know what I'm saying? Don't be on your phone when you're walking. Don't... You know what I'm saying? Like, don't... You know, don't put shit in your back pocket. Like, just common s- s- shit. You know? And I felt bad for him. He was like, yeah. And he was like, it's just people, like, I just smile a lot. I said, don't be smiling a lot. Like, that invites people over to have a conversation with you. Like, don't smile. And if you're going to smile, smile a little too hard. Like, you a little der Like, a little, like, off, bitch. Because then people be like, oh, no, this motherfucker a little crazy. This motherfucker smiling. If you're going to smile and walk, bitch, smile, walk, and laugh, and talk to yourself. You know what I'm saying? And if that's the case, because then motherfuckers going to be like, nah, this, he a little he he might spaz on me this ain't the one to try you know but yeah I felt a little bad for him I said I gotta give you some tips and I was like here give me your number cause you're all over the place and I just you know I'm not Captain Save-A-Hole but it's definitely like I just felt like here this is what I need to this is my advice to you as a 35 year old gay you know like so listen up kid um but yeah, it's the, it's a little, it's a, a little wild and crazy. Um, what else, what else, what else? So Friday I went to go see Dula Peep, um, Dula, Dula, Dua Lipa. And I went with some friends to Jersey to go see Dua Lipa. And so here's the thing, you know, that's not like a, a, a a concert I would just want to go to, right? You know, I just want to go see the greats. I'm going to go see my living legends and, you know, stuff like that. But I was like, no, it's going to be fun. And then so I I for- not didn't forget, but I guess I didn't realize how many hits Zua Lipa got. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, me, being the person that I am, I researched the set list that- for her show and I made a playlist. And I was listening to it just, you know, to do, like, my homework and be prepared. Because I don't want to be, like, a bump on the log you know, at the show. And I'm like, just not knowing shit. Bitch, I was listening to that thing while I was in the shower. I said, bitch, I know all these songs. Yeah, she did a good little job with her little leotards. Yeah, I mean, on okay, so it, it, so the music is, like, I feel like the music is good and that's kind of all I need. Um, I did think that, like, she, how can I put it? The music is good and that's always a great thing to stand on. Like and you can when the music is good, you can't you can't shake it. You know, you can't argue when the music is good. Um, I just thought it was interesting. Like she would do like one hair flip and like the crowd would go wild and I'm like, Wow, the the the, the bar is in hell. You know what I'm saying? Like the bar is in hell. Um and then someone was like, she's like the the pop star of our generation. I was like, bitch, not my generation. Not my generation. I am 35 years old. That's, I know who the pop star of our generation is. Okay? we We all know. And I don't need to even say her name. I don't have to say her name. I don't. Because you already know who I'm talking about. That's how, that's, that's one who doesn't need to be named. She's actually on a one-name basis. We don't even need... So we don't even need to get into that. But needless to say, the show was good. It was great because it wasn't long. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the show was like an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 20 minutes, which is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Unless you have like, like a legacy-type show, then I wouldn't mind over two hours. You know what I'm saying? Like Elton John. But this was cute. It, it did enough... It, it, the, the She came and done what she needed to do. And she showed the girls how it should have been, you know? But yeah, it was fun. Um, would I see her again? Probably not, but not in a shady way. You know what I'm saying? Not in like a, a like a fuck that bitch type shady way. No, I just, I, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. I don't think I would see her again, you know? Um, who are some people I would see again, again? Like I wouldn't see Kanye West again. I wouldn't. And I used to go to all his shows. I wouldn't see Kanye again. Mm, I wouldn't mind seeing Mariah again if it was for a new album. You know? But, yeah. I Mar- Even though, like, I wouldn't mind seeing Mariah again, it's take it or leave it. Like, I would need the new album. Like, I don't want to see Mariah for her Christmas shit. It's not for me. G- great idea. I know the girls love it, not for me. Um, so it's not for me like being a shade, like I wouldn't see Dua Lipa again. It's just I had a good time, wouldn't see her again. You know? Um, what else, what else, what else? On s- Saturday? Sunday? Where was this? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Um, I met up with Jonathan for like a little cute wine date. Um, so it was nice to cackle and just do something kind of chill um which was nice met up with him and then sunday i hit the gym and had a good old time but um aside from that bitch what else we gotta talk about this joe Biden. <sighs> Nicki Minaj interview. I'm just gonna touch on it real quick. I'm not gonna say too much. it's I promise you it's gonna be like I'm only gonna talk about it for like three minutes. <laughs> That's it three minutes <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm only gonna talk about it for like three minutes. all right, so yeah, let's get into it. A
1: smooth operator a smooth operator. A a
0: well, I have to preface this before I get into this Because I, I just need to just let it be known I really do like Onika as a rapper I feel like she is one of the best rappers of all time I don't think she's one of the best female rappers of all time I, don't th- I think she's one of the best rappers, period, of all fucking time all time I, f- I mean if we're really gonna go there I would put her in the top five I really would you know she might alter out at like seven or six but I you know I would I think she could stay at a solid five I honestly do as a rapper okay I, I've, I've said this a million and one times I don't think she's a great at like putting together a song or a body of work I don't think she's, like, necessarily artistic or, like, innovative. But I think she's an amazing rapper, you know? Um, I think she shines the most when she's, you know, on someone else's track. But, um, yeah, I like Onika for that. But um, she said something like, you know, we're only going to talk about this for, like, three minutes. And I've already used one, so two more minutes six you know 120 seconds let's go um she mentioned how like there is she was like oh you know the whole interview is actually kind of nauseating because it's literally oh I think it's like what how it is an hour and 45 minute interview of just her basically saying you know I need my props I need like people need to give me my flowers there go my shit hold on Okay, that really wasn't my art delivery. That was my laundry. Damn, like, where is my art? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want... Whatever. Anyways, let's get back to Onika. This is what she said on the little interview.
1: We shut each other down. Well, when someone says it, when someone says, hey, guys, don't you think this is a little bit bugged out? So that's what we were doing with each other with the Grammys. We were shutting each other down and saying, but now everybody's saying no this rapper here does deserve he should have been got one she should have been got one now they're giving them away to our our black people because we spoke up you understand the fashion industry didn't didn't have to do anything because we didn't really really make that much of an impact when we were discussing how crazy it was because we know what we influence and who we influence and how influential we are but if when a black person say, hey um this person didn't start doing that. I've been doing this. I did this. If we keep on doing this, no, don't, shut up. Don't say that. Don't. Then we never are able to say it. And that's what they want. They want us to shut the fuck up and not speak on what we do. So they don't have to put us on the covers of stuff. Now that people have been speaking up, now that people are going to be, you know, are on the covers. Now people have been speaking up. People are getting more Grammys, but it takes us, our community just by ourselves. When we start speaking, everything changes. It doesn't matter what they're doing in their fields. It's when we speak speak up and when we back each other up for saying it, that's when everything fucking changes. So I think we have to be mindful of when you see a black person saying what they've done, we have to be mindful to not like tear them down because we are looking at it as bragging. But the, the Jews ain't looking at each other like they bragging when they say what they did the white people they're giving each other props you know why only we look at each other like we're bragging or we're doing too much or is you know why we've always had to dim ourselves down we've always had to dim our fucking light down so it's become so synonymous with who we are
0: we should own our influence so okay first off that's pretty much the whole gist of the whole hour and 45 minute interview is just her kind of reiterating, rehashing the same thing over and over again. So clearly there's a chip on her shoulder, which I feel like most artists, I feel like you cannot exist as a musician in, in general without having a chip on your shoulder. And I don't think you can really exist now, even more now than ever without a few chips on your shoulder. It's just, it's, so I I understand where she's coming from. Like, um. yeah, I get it. You know, I totally get it. And I do believe that there is a lot of truth in what she's saying. There's always, like, a good amount of truth in what she's saying. It's just sometimes, like, there's, like, little, little moments where I'm just like, okay, girl. It's just a little, I don't know if it's delusion, nah, but I don't know. But, like, she really feels like she deserves a Grammy for Starships. I mean, <laughs> and, it just feel like, <laughs> oh. oh, let's go to the beach each. Let's go get away. They say what they gonna say. <laughs> oh, Bud Light, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, I just, I do not feel like anything she's made has really been, like, super grammy worthy you know what i'm saying i just don't i really do not (laughs) i don't think it's that stellar but she has a good point she has a really good point she also made a couple really other good points hold on um what else does she say well just basically kind of coming around to like you know it is very it's a it's a weird feeling to be like bitch i did this or like to kind of because i feel like when you're an artist you're not allowed to be You're supposed to be humble and you're supposed to be nice. And you're not allowed anymore to kind of say, hey, I did this first. Or you can't call people out or you can't like hit out, you know, certain publications and stuff and be like, oh, well, I was the first one to do that. Or I was the one who did this. Or like, what about me? You know, and I've seen too often like musicians in even my realm, like everyone's afraid to kind of like say anything. And I'm always the loud mouth bitch, you know. Um, you know, side note, I just got to say this. You know what I I was talking to Robbie on FaceTime the other day, and I was like, you know, one thing I love about me is I've been solid since day one. There, no one has ever been able to meet me from 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. and been like, oh, this is a different Solomon. Bitch, I've been the same since jump. I'm still the same person. I still got a mouthpiece. I'm still talking slick. I'm still putting my fucking foot on your neck. That's me. I've never switched up. I've been solid since day one. And I love that about me. Because I've been calling people out since day one. You know, like, hell. I, You know... They was over here talking about... Even last year when I was talking about... They had this thing about... Oh, Bad Bunny got a wig on... Or we love Bad Bunny because he paint his nails... And duh, 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 and I'm like, yeah, but yet and still... You always dust my pitches. You over here talking about... Oh, he's helping... um You know... Reggaeton y Musica urbana Being like more... More inclusive... And breaking down... Um, gender norms and and I'm like do you not know there's a whole fucking community of us that you ignore you know what I'm saying you don't think I put two of two Mexican reggaetoneros on one whole track and pitched it to y'all for months Actually, actually, if we're going to keep it funky, I think I yeah, bitch, because I recorded the song a year before and started pitching it actually in September, and didn't release it until February because nobody picked it up except for like Out Magazine. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, why don't y'all, y'all, why don't y'all write the story about that? You know what I'm saying? But it's it's just crazy because it's like. There's, and this is another conversation that's going into another direction, but there is so many contributions from queer artists and even from myself that it's like, you know, we didn't get those little accolades. But, like, now we see, like, all all the girls, you know, getting a little bit of something, a little bit of something. And it's like, I can't help but look back and be, like, really proud of them, but I can't help also, like, look at it and be like, yo... Uh, that's that. a lot of that's also for me bugging those those editors you know like that's a lot of me like meeting up with those editors and getting little little small little blurbs here and there like I'm the one w- who wrote those wrote those pitches and when you write a pitch one of the best things about a pitch is like you have to tell them why they need to write about you not just the fact that oh I got a hot track you got to give them a story what's the story these are two openly gay reggaetoneros who are thriving and doing well and are on editorial playlist in Spotify who are actually doing the work. We're the ones changing it up. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, so I get where she's coming from. Like, there's a lot of truth in what she said, and I I really do vibe with it. Um, But then she says something about Kim, and let me find the clip
1: yeah and um, and by the way let me make sure I say this because you know how they like to twist mm-hmm. my words the same way I feel I should have already been on the cover of American folk, folk so should L- Little Kim if we been if we been all the way a thousand mm-hmm. if we been all the way a thousand mm-hmm. if this is what your magazine represents influence Then how do you not how do you not if we being honest if, if we be honest because every single any female rapper when we when myself or Little Kim goes on the internet Every day we see our influence. We will see our influence. So I'm not I'm not gonna say it's about me only, right? And not and not give that woman her just do about what she did.
0: Okay, so <clears throat> first off, yeah, uh, I mean, duh, like there is Kim's influence all everywhere. Um, but it's just so interesting because it's like <laughs> it's just so hard to believe that Onika feels this way. Because had Onika, this is why, honestly, Cardi B has got her in a fucking chokehold. Like, really has her in a fucking chokehold. You know what I'm saying? Like, had she been the first female rapper on Vogue, she would have never mentioned Little Kim. She wouldn't. If she, if she would have garnered A Grammy, she would have never mentioned Kim or anybody else. She would never, like, it would just be the Onika show because that's how Onika always is, you know? So it's just kind of, like, damn, like... I mean, a part of me does... would love for them to, like, do a kumbaya, you know? A, like, a woosah moment. I think it would be dope. I think it's long overdue. Um... But and maybe I'm reading too into too much into this, but it's like when I heard that I was like, oh girl, come on, like, you know, Kim should have been on there as well as me. But I'm like, I don't think you should have. <laughs> I th- no, no no no, I take that back. I think she should have. I think Onika Cook should have because of her influence and just you know, if you can put Billie Eilish on, and that's what she mentioned too. If you could put somebody like Billie Eilish on and and Kim Kardashian on the cover of American Vogue, you could have put Onika. You know what I'm saying? I just personally don't think Onika is stylish. I don't think there's nothing she's ever done that is, like, groundbreaking or innovative. Or just, there's no... When I think of her, I don't think fashion, nor do I think style. Those are two separate things. Fashion and then there's style. I don't think she possesses neither one of those things. You know what I'm saying? I just don't. I just don't think rain boots with a chicken wing necklace is stylish. You know, and sometimes you, sometimes you, you be looking at something and you be like, this shit is whack. And ten years later, you look back on it and be like, actually, that was. I thought it was whack back then, but that was pretty innovative. No, I can look back on that chicken wing necklace fifteen years, twelve years from now, and be like, that shit was whack then, and it's whack now. And every year afterward, will still, it will stay whackadoodle. A chicken wing necklace with some rain boots, and some bangles girl get out of here you know what i'm saying like kim's style i'm not even going to get into this because i already know how i feel about kimberly denise jones but her style it there's something it's it's one thing to be to have the access to buy expensive items but either you got style or you don't and most people don't. Like, you either got the swag or you don't. You got the influences or, you know, like, you can pull from certain influences or you don't. You know what I'm saying? And Kim has always had style. So, it's really... I mean, yes, I do believe what she said is, you know, Kim and her both should have been on the cover of Vogue based off of their style. I believe that. I, I believe that. I mean, um, excuse me, based off of their influence. However... I don't think Onika possesses style, so that's that. Then finally, which I said three minutes. Here we go. Um, at the and then she also mentioned at the top of the interview, she was like, "I never saw no female rappers wearing pink wigs." I that's a Nicki Minaj thing, and I'm like, literally, pink wigs are When it comes to female rap, are literally synonymous with kimberly denise jones it's so synonymous with kimberly denise jones that in the 90s on sex in the city samantha jones wore a pink wig and when carrie bradshaw narrated it she gave an homage to little kim something to the tune of like oh she didn't want to be samantha that night so instead she decided to be little kim That's how synonymous, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, the girls, I just, it's just so fucking maddening how they never just want to give that woman just her whole entire props. Give it all to her. Just give it all to her and let it be. Don't include yourself. Don't be like, oh, yeah, yeah, pink wigs. Yeah, but um, I'm going to give the props to Kim for the pink wigs, but I was doing pink wigs too. No, just give it to Kim. Just give it to Kim. Let let Kim have it because if Kim wasn't rocking those pink wigs, you would have never had a lane. That's just, I'm just keeping it funky. You would have never had a lane. So, and I hate sounding like an old head because it's like, every time I mention this, it, it just makes me feel old. Like, it makes me feel like you were old head. Like, you stuck to the past. But it's like, you have to, like, remind people, like, this is, that was, that was the influence. And that's way before, you know, YouTube had music videos that was bitch you had to you had to come run your ass to school and and click on the tool bitch and wait for the music video to play you know or like wake up early in the morning or like late at night to like catch a music video you had to listen to the the shit on the radio it's a lot different like now so that was actual influence you know, influence, like, yeah, influence is not just about, in my opinion, it's not about just dollars, you know, and how much money you can generate off of something. Influence is getting my ass. Influence is me skipping out on sixth period to rush home to take the bus to get to TRL. I mean, get get home to watch TRL at 3.30. Because why was it on at 3.30? Made no damn sense. 3.30? Bitch, I'm in school. But, you know, I'll get, I'll get there so I, that's influence getting my ass out of class like ready to fucking fail <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that's influence but a lot of the interview it's there's a lot of truth in it but a, a part of me like I get where she's coming from it's just kind of like letting people know like mm-hmm. there's it's important I think to mention things that you've accomplished or things that you've done and to kind of get rid of like that idea of It's a bad thing to mention what you've done. Because, bitch, if you don't mention what you've done, then who will? People are already trying to erase shit. And that's why my one thing I really am trying my hardest to work on this year is I'm. So there is a Spotify original podcast um, on Evie Queen. And it's about like the history of reggaeton. Um, I, I mentioned it before, but I forgot the name of it. Anyway, it's it's lit. And each episode, they go through the, basically the very inception and just did like a historical breakdown of reggaeton. Um, and it's hosted by Evie Queen. It's, a, it's fabulous. You guys should check it out. But um, I am working on something to do queer artists in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look back on and thank God, Wendy, I found this fucking DVD when in my storage unit when I was moving from San Diego. I said, thank God I have this. I thank God I have this fucking episode. Because I talk about these things and it's like hard to kind of explain things when you don't have the evidence. But like, bitch, I was there. I wasn't there day one. There's some people who came before me. But when I came out in 2007, you know, there's like there's it's like there was like a second generation of rappers and then there was like a third generation. And now there's like a fourth generation. And I want to do a podcast where we go through each, you know, each stage. And I want to invite all the people I know, all my friends who work in who are also artists as well, some that no longer do music, some still do music. And I want to do a podcast of each episode of of just kind of talking about You know, this historical timeline so that we can understand how we got to a little Nas X because it wasn't an overnight thing. There's a lot of groundwork and a lot of like push and pull and a lot of people who really fucking had to bite the bullet. You know, when I talk about Angela Yee fucking uh, when I was on uh, Eminem Shade 45 radio show with Cypher Sounds and Angela Yee, we had a morning show that I think it was summer 2007 or was it summer 2008 I don't know and people still remember that like I remember I was talking to someone they're like bitch I was listening to that every morning I said yeah it was like a great morning show but what they would do was we recorded the we recorded everything I believe in like spring or like late spring early summer And we recorded all the episodes, and they would just air, like, the segments in the morning. And so a lot of us, you know, came to New York. We would just put up in—we put ourselves up in hotels, bitch. I was in a hostel. Yeah, bitch. I was in a fucking hostel in Hell's Kitchen. Yes. I'll never forget this. That was my first to, time—and I flew United. Okay, this is so horrible. Like, I flew United into Newark, New Jersey, bitch. Oh, my God. Like, and you know that's the cheapest. Like, that's, like, a really cheap flight. If you had to fly, like, it it was cheap, bitch. And I took a fucking shuttle into the city just to be on this show. Anyways, and I've told this story before, but I haven't really gone into, like, major detail. And that's why I want to do this podcast because I do want to mention it. But we were all excited because we all had mixtapes. I think I was on my third my second mixtape at the time and a lot of us all had mixtapes we all were like on myspace and doing our own little thing and getting our own little like like you know little bitty teeny press moments but we didn't have like um a lot of online press because there, like online press was kind of just now budding anyways long story short we all get there we're so excited because we're like we are um out rappers and so we we never get a seat at the table like we never get invited to um new york radio or we you know to sit in front of cypher sounds and angela yee and like hip-hop heads and talk about this so they painted it as you know like we gonna invite y'all on we're gonna talk about um the moves that you guys are making we see you guys are booking shows and doing like these little small tours and da-da-da-da-da. like it was like that so girl long story short they we recorded the whole thing and then afterwards Angela Yee edited the the um and I say her because her name's on it and her I mean her voice is on it so I'm not just saying like what what I don't know bitch I know what happened and she put her voice over it talking like like the best gay rapper wait was it the best gay rapper show ever and just like real faggoty shit. And then she would put like little slurping sounds of like people sucking dick and stuff in the background, whenever we would say things, or like, you know what I'm saying? But in front of us, she was a different way. She was cool. She was supportive. She was giving hugs and but once it got back, she had to re-edit the ep- episodes and put her voice out on those voiceovers. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we over here excited, and so the producer's like, oh, you know, the, the show's gonna start airing, blah, 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 woo doo woo doo, doo, doo The show airs, we're all fucking mortified. You know, like, they was chopping and screwing things that we said that we never even, like, say. Like, you know, like, if I say, um, uh, um, yeah, that's something I really like to drink. She, Angela Yee, would get on before the end, and they're like, Oh, what about come? And then it would, it would edit it to, oh yeah, that's something I like to say, to drink. And you would hear mmm, 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 like all these weird, scents. you know what I'm saying? Like, so you played us and you knowingly played us. And that's so fucking faulty for somebody, especially a woman. You know what I'm saying? If it's a, if it's another hip hop head out there, cool. I, I kind of expect that from you, but you're a woman, like you never you you as is ain't even you know women in hip-hop that's already an issue so it's like for us to come onto your show and you to play us like that is whack-a-doodle and that's some fucked up shit and they try to bury that and never talk about it and never talk about it and i'm like you know what i'm gonna bring it up i'm bringing it up i did a, a documentary recently and i um for some reggaeton shit. And I when I brought that up, everybody's eyes started to light up in production. They're like, bitch, really? Yes. But I was like, I don't know where that... Because I was back in 2007 or 2008. Bitch, I found the DVD. I found the DVD and the CD of all the audio. And I was just... Serena will tell you, if I'm lying, I'm flying, bitch. Serena will fucking tell you I was about to throw this shit away. My friends know I throw shit away. Serena said no look through this it's, it seems like some stuff in here I said girl it ain't nothing but some old allergy pills and some old shit and I said and, and I looked and it was like a, a DVD case that was unmarked and I said let me just look through this and boom there it was Sirius Shay 45 the the morning show with Cypher Sounds and I said this is the DVD this is the, the audio that I've been waiting for I, the audio I've been waiting for I totally thought I like lost it. I thought I, I thought I had to go look through old hard drives. It's the DVD I've been waiting for. So, bitch, I'm coming out with my own podcast where I'm going to talk about the history of out musicians in hip hop because I think it's important, and I think like a lot of our stories get erased. I think people don't want to give us or our, our props. You know the things the things that we really have to take the brunt on like there's so many stories I can't even that's why I can't wait to just sit and and do a show and just invite everybody I know and be like bitch let's talk about this remember that one tour we did this remember that one radio show this remember this and that and that remember that one promoter this Mm Mm-hmm. yeah Onika in there too yep Onika in there but she wasn't being shady but Onika in there but yeah, so I get where she's coming from um and I just feel like it's important like because um just to kind of have something that's real and living that's going to stay. You know, like there's things that go on the internet and bitch they <clears throat> if somebody doesn't pay their bill or you know, they wipe out like there goes an the article on the internet, it's gone forever. You know, and I want something that I can control that stays and is a historical uh, pinpoint or, you know, item that people can go to and be like, yeah, I had no idea this is what happened. Yeah, bitch, I didn't even know this was a whole thing. People be really trying to, like, I'm not trying to boost my own, I'm not trying to toot my own horn at all, but it's like people be like, oh, I don't, I didn't know you did music or how were you verified? Like, bitch, when I tell you I've been in these streets, I've been putting, like, she's there she's she's there so um yeah the, the the interview's a little long and lengthy and it's kind of like all one note but you know it's 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 good nonetheless and she made some really good valid points aside from in the inclusion of Kimberly Denise Jones cause I'm like girl you really fucking jumped out the window with that um but yeah that's really it that's I'm not gonna talk about anything else let's just jump into some listener letters All right, so now let's get into listener letters. Um, there are a few that i just been meaning to get into. Um, if you have a question, please send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. And it don't even got to be like relationship advice. It just be like, I don't know, bitch, just write in, okay? So... There is a um, a letter from, and I really be feeling like I'm always miss, like, not great at pronouncing people's names. And I just, please, I know exactly who you are. We've met a few times. You are such a sweetheart. I know I'm mispronouncing your name. And please forgive me. I just, please. Um, Semaj. S-E-M-A-J-H. I'm horrible, so please don't kill me. Um, You said, if you were to write a book, would it be fiction, autobiography, or loosely inspired? And if you were to have a movie made about your life, who would play you and your supporting cast? Day one listener, been here since Le Garcon, $3 bill is still that girl. Shout out to FBI Billy, BBL Billy, and... (laughs) white ryan love you <laughs> love you too so let me just give like a little backstory about um him he he has been a, since um he's been a follow of mine since i released le Garçons, which was my last kind of english ep this i released that in 2014 or whatever um, and then after I released that I did a cover of Saturday Night Sat- not Saturday Night Live Saturday Night which is a Natalia Kills song and we shot the video in Soho and I he came out um, I invited some people to be in the video and he was in, in it as well um, and that video was girl I just remember just we filmed it into through, throughout the night and we went all the way up to the Washington Heights and bitch I'm not even going to get into it but Oh I don't even know how I got in, got back back home. I have no idea. Just a mess. Like that whole, but it it just fully encompassed like the whole lyrics of the song and like whatever. Anyways. Um if I were to write a book, would it be fiction or autobiography? I would I would rather write like a fiction novel. It's always been like a a goal of mine. Um and if there's anything, I like if I say I'm gonna do something, I will do it. And I'm not saying I will write a, a fiction novel, but it's up there. It's really up there. One of the things I really want to accomplish in my life is writing a book. Um, and I do have a manuscript for one thing that I was shopping around back in 2013, but it didn't like, it didn't really age well, you know, it was it was kind of like crutched on like technology, but also like. And I'm so glad it didn't work out because bitch, I that it's I don't want to say problematic, but it just did it just didn't age well. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> and I'm so glad I didn't, you know, go with that because I had two literary agents who were like, this is a really great direction. We would love this. We can even see this going into like an HBO series and then to like a movie. And I'm so glad, bitch, I didn't cause I look back and I cringe. I'm like, bitch. What the fuck was I? It just like the opening, like the first chapter, so problematic, so fucking problematic, bitch, bitch. I would have been canceled on site, so I'm really glad I, I didn't, you know, go with those. Li- no, I did go with one, yes, and I just never finished it. It's still on my um my laptop. Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm. Damn, so glad I didn't, though. That was just fucking wild. And it was so bad, too. And the more I think about it, I mean, of course, you you go through, like, an editing phase. But even the names, just it's just, I'm so glad I didn't do that. Because it's like, you know, what am I going to write about at, how old was I, 26, 27? Get out of here. You know, like, now at 35, I feel like I have something to write about and some experiences. And so, like, things to pull from. 26 trying to get out of here kid Um, but if I were I wouldn't do an autobiography I think I would just really want to do like a a thing of fiction I love fiction Um, if I were to do a movie about my life who would play me I don't know I really would want someone my life's not that well you know what I feel like my life could be okay but I don't think it's that that exciting me and Jonathan were talking um, recently and he was like Yo, people just be boring. I said, yeah, some people just be, they don't have no stories to tell. He's like, how you, how you ain't got no stories in your life? Like, how you, how you live your life and you ain't got no stories? You ain't got nothing to tell, like nothing to sit down and just be like, girl, pop, pop you know, pull up a chair and pop you a Bex sit down, let me tell you something. Like, how you, how you ain't got no life like that? But people don't. Fucking Beyonce was on um, one of those late night shows. And it's an old interview. And she's like telling a story about like something that happened in her life. And (laughs) God bless her. But she's like, yeah, I was in my room with a boy. And my sister comes in and she looks and she's screaming. She's screaming. And she said, I'm going to tell dad. So she runs downstairs. And then she tells my dad. And then my dad comes upstairs and opens the door and then my sister calls the police because she says that she um because my dad when he's running up the stairs says i'm gonna kill you so my sister thought he was gonna kill him so she called the police and the whole time i'm like is that the story that's oh that was that's that's the end of this okay oh wow great uh interesting great story cool story bro um (laughs) no shade on her but like I feel like it's really no shade but I feel like Beyonce is definitely the type of person it's like we just need to you don't need to ever speak public speaking telling stories being interesting being like speaking is not your thing honey just give us the the lit music and the great performances and that's it we don't need to ask for no more and I think she finally leaned into that and was like you know what y'all right I don't even like to 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 talk. It hurts my brain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can see, you can see whatever she's talking. Like, you can just see, like, <laughs> like it's. You can see the wheels turning, but like they're crunch, like they're trying to turn. Like they need oil on the wheels to turn. Cause it's like it's like it's a struggle. It's like something's the synapses are not synapsing. You know. Um. So yeah, I don't think I really have like a crazy like, but I think I have enough life to maybe write a book i don't know i wouldn't want to do anything now my life is just now starting but um and shout out to fbi billy and bbl billy (laughs) and white ryan yo just a quick little thing ryan is she ain't got no whiskers no more all her whiskers are singed from flames so this bitch been jumping on counters like she ain't supposed to do and I have like my little candles and stuff and she gets too close. to She wants to like play in the candles and then she gets too close and all her whiskers got singed. So every time I walk into a room and I smell burnt hair, I said, bitch, you was in them candles, huh? And there she is licking her wounds. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, because you ain't supposed to be playing with them candles. Now look at you looking crazy with no fucking whiskers and all your shit is singed. <laughs> You know what I'm saying because it's like their sensory nerve endings, and it's like how like cats can and animals can like sense shit or like some shit with whiskers, but I don't know. But yeah, all her shit is singed, like it's all curled up and singed, bitch. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I'm gonna let her keep burning her ass. Billy did it at the old place. She got close to a candle once, singed the fuck out of her whiskers, and never went back again. Mm-mm. now this little white cat is a little hard-headed little my little caucasian cat she's a little hard-headed but i'm like look at you look at you so pretty so pretty why would you do that to yourself singe all your shit off <laughs> now now look at you looking crazy you know like when you have like a like when you would do something stupid like and make your like let's say like you have bangs and you, you thought it was okay to take some some scissors and cut your own bangs. And your mom was like, look at you, so pretty. Now you got to go to school and look crazy. Now, why would you do that for, to yourself? But it's okay because you're still going to pack that bag and get on your your backpack and get on the bus and go to school and look crazy. and And remind people, I didn't do this. You did it to yourself. You know? And then call the teacher and be like, I just want to let you know I didn't do that. That's her fault. That's how I feel with Ryan. I'm like, see, look at you. So pretty. Such a cute little beautiful cat. And now look at you, looking crazy and looking very like a ragamuffin. Looking fucking disheveled, honey. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm over here harming you and and putting, you know what I'm saying? Like you a fucking stepchild. Meanwhile, anyways, that's that. Um, on to the next letter. <laughs> okay, so on to the next, um, um, let me see from Diana um, again if you want to send in your questions send them into ask at the so this comes from Diana she said I wrote you before about this man and him going back to his baby mama etc so I met this other guy and I I was so toxic with him, girl. We went to lunch on a Saturday at 1 p.m. And then I stayed with him until Monday morning. Anyways, I just turned 30 on Friday. Happy birthday. I started therapy again. I explained to my therapist how I'm codependent and look to men for validation and affection, etc. My therapist said I need to be single for a while and that I need to fill my own emotional tank and feel validated on my own before I can date because a man cannot validate me 80% and myself only 20. I need to be 100% and a man should only add to me feeling good, pretty, loved, and more. My question to you is what are some practices that you know about or practice yourself to be in solid self-love and self-appreciation and confidence? Have you practiced being purposely alone? No sex, no romantic involvements. My Therapist said to make chapter 30 selfish about selfishly about me. Thank you, Solomon. I relate to you so much and appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing your experiences. P.S. looking forward to your romantic journey in New York. I'm going to be living through you, girl. Love you, Diana. Oh, love you, Diana. Oh, she sent a picture. Let me see. Oh, she's so cute. Oh, you're pretty, girl. Yes. What's your little glass of champagne? Bougie. Hell. Um, so. I was literally talking to um, a new friend of mine that I met here in New York. He broke up with this guy. And him and I were basically saying, like, well, I guess the guy was always kind of looking towards him to kind of fill little pockets or little voids. And him and I were both like, yo, like, you got to be 100% solid with yourself because everything else should be an ad. It shouldn't be, like... It shouldn't be a wash, you know, and that's so true. That what your therapist is saying, like, you need to be one hundred percent Gucci with yourself, and if you get into a a situation with someone, it should just be added. Like, you should you should just add to me, bitch. You know, I'm already lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already that girl. uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already that girl. uh, I don't need like it needs to be just little adds. You know, and so, you know, you should make me feel a little bit like it should be the next level, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship or be with somebody if it's going to be on the same level that I'm at. Like, the fuck? I could just be alone. You know what I'm saying? But I will say, because I've thought about this, um, I do have a lot of confidence. I've I've realized I do have a lot of confidence, and I'm very self-assured because people have always been telling me that and that is true however as y'all know bitch i cry on every damn near episode so you know i do have my vulnerabilities and my insecurities um but i will say it is a constant um it is a daily thing that i gotta do and i i've mentioned this before like i do this when i wake up in the morning i have my little affirmations i say you a bad bitch well i don't really say that but like you know what i'm saying like i just be like you know i just Say things that I'm kind of fumbling with. Things that like, um, you're smart enough. You know, me me not having a degree, me not even having like a fucking high school diploma. You know what I'm saying? As it, mu- it don't matter how much money you make, how many what whatever you're doing. Sometimes I still fall back on like, yo, like I really don't have a formal education. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have the things that everyone else has. And it does make me feel a little, you know, not equal or or less than. And I do am very vulnerable when it comes to that. But then I have to remind myself, like, bitch, that's not your path. And what you gained by not doing that, you gained way more. You gained shit that these motherfuckers could never even buy or go to school and learn. Shit that they could never even do. That's way more valuable and priceless, bitch. So, it's giving very MasterCard. You know what I'm saying? College education, $150,000 in debt. Learning your shit from the streets and trapping, priceless. You know? For everything else, there's MasterCard. But, um... Yeah, it's it's definitely like a struggle. Um, but it's something you can definitely do. You just have to like switch your mind. Like, how can I put it? You have to be cognizant, because once you get into the swing of this, it's easy to do. But let's say your mind starts going like, Oh, bitch, I'm a dumb, dirty bitch. I'm stupid. You know, I'm I'm not pretty, bitch. One titty is bigger than the other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's when you start going down that road, you're gonna be like, uh-uh-uh-uh, uh-uh. switch it, switch it. These titties is right, bitch. These titties is right. I'm a smart bitch. You know, like, you got to, like, switch it real quick. You know, like, sometimes I look at myself, and like, damn, bitch, this head is big as fuck. Your eyes are t- t- too close together, bitch. You got fucking beady ass. Uh-uh, uh-uh, switch it up, switch it up, bitch. I'm thin. I'm pretty. <laughs> I got, <laughs> you got to switch it up, even if it's a fucking lie. You know, even if it's, like, you got to really over-exaggerate the truth, you got to switch it up. You got to, the minute that mind starts to go negative, you got to switch it. Um, And it's also really important to sit in silence with yourself because I feel, I feel like sometimes, and this is like a little too deep, I'm sure. But like, I feel you can only really get to know yourself when you really sit in silence. And I think you kind of, well, for me, you can kind of go through life with this idea of who you are based off of your daily experiences and you have this idea of who you are based off of other people's perceptions of you and it's like no 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 let me sit in silence real quick and figure out who am i really you know what i'm saying like i'm not this strong hard-headed you know rough around the edges type of person i'm really soft and squishy you know like i'm really a a, a fucking softy bitch i cry I'm like, I'm on the verge of crying right now, (laughs) you know, like that's who I am and I own it. And I love that about me. But in, and then, and then I get to kind of like show that to other people. But before I was like, no, you're hard ass. Like, you know, Solomon's so strong. Like he don't ever like shed a tear. Like he's, you know, he's all he care about is work and this, you know, and it's, that's not really me. So sometimes you got to sit in silence and get to know who you are. And it's, and that I think there's also, it's a great thing about not to, to work on yourself um, and before you kind of dibble out into something else like a relationship. And that's why people are like, well, bitch, why are you looking for a, like you've never been wanting to be in a relationship before? And I think a lot of it has to do with like, you know, I did the work, you know, I did what i wanted to do i i i i got to a space where i thought i would i wanted to be and the next chapter would be something like that you know what i'm saying like i've worked on myself i've 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 done the work and it wasn't like a one year thing it wasn't like a two year like it was like a lifetime thing really and in the interim of me doing that i became so comfortable with who i am and I would be embarrassed if I went on a date, you know, years ago. If I ever went on a date or try to meet someone and they were like, oh, you don't have your high school diploma? I would be embarrassed. Now, I'm like, bitch, I ain't got it. And now what? Now what, bitch? I was slinging drugs. Now what? Mm-hmm. Now what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a hood booger. Yep. Yeah, yep. Now what? Mm-hmm. My favorite things are champagne and top ramen. Now what? hmm And... Cause you can. The thing is, you can't tell you you can't tell me about myself, and that's the whole been made shit that I was talking about over the summertime. Is like I've been made. You can never tell me about. You can never waive my opinion about myself. I know who I am. You know, and so when you know you and you feel good and comfortable with yourself, it don't mean you. I'm. I got the promotion I wanted. I got the job. I want. It has nothing to do with that. It's about you knowing who the fuck you are, and what you're worth. So when you dating someone and it's like, you got to do this for me, you got to... I can do everything by myself. I don't need... And it's not just like, oh, I can do take care of everything financially. It's not about that. It's like, I'm good with me. If you want to join me and you good with yourself too, cool. This is going to work. But one thing I'm not... And this is a side note. One thing I'm not about to do is argue with nobody. And that's what me and... My new friend was talking about last week. He was like, all he wanted to do was just find arguments about shit. I said, bitch, I ain't arguing with nobody, bitch. I'm not arguing with nobody. Not in my house. Not in my house. Bitch, I got to sit on emails every day and argue with people. (laughs) You think I want to argue with somebody on my day or, like, my time off in my house where i pay the bills get it get, get out of here bitch you 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 got me fucked up i'm gonna argue i'm gonna argue in my own house i'm gonna argue on my phone that i pay for i'm gonna argue doing i'm i'm i'm, I'm going to give myself carpal tunnel syndrome typing on my iMessage message arguing with you never it's never gonna happen great idea wrong girl you gotta find somebody else You know, but a lot of that argument bullshit be coming from motherfuckers who's not fully into themselves. Like, so, yeah, that's I didn't, you know, I really kind of I didn't do this purposefully, but I did spend a time where I wasn't dating anyone. I wasn't having sex. I wasn't doing no romantic nothing. And I was like, nah, bitch, all you going to do is grind. you just going to grind it the fuck out and just thug it out and then then emerge and then be like all right now what now now what's what's up also sign up before i end this i know sometimes the girls and i'm talking about the girls and the biological girls too so i'm talking about you know y'all females but the girls be like oh i'm trying to date somebody who got money i'm trying to date somebody i'm trying to i'm trying to date you know what i'm saying it's like but you're not in those circles you know like i'm not trying to like i'm not Trying to be shady, but it's like you're not in those circles, so you know what I'm saying. Like, so sometimes you got to work on yourself to either be in those circles or adjacent into those circles to be uh, attract that. You know what I'm saying? The girls be like, "Oh, I'm gonna find me a man who like." It ain't going to work if you're not part of that. So you got to sometimes work on yourself and just be like, all right, so this is my little two-year plan. This is what I'm going to do. Sometimes it's not a two-year plan. Sometimes you got to extend it to three years, and that's okay. But one thing I will say is it's so true what your your therapist said is take some time for yourself. Be selfish. Put yourself first. And, like, figure out how it feels to put yourself first. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's the most powerful and I think Life altering thing to do Is be like Um Actually I'm gonna put myself first And you know bitch I've been preaching this for Since I started this podcast Is put yourself First Put yourself before Everybody Your children Your mama Your daddy Everybody bitch Within reason bitch Now don't be like bitch I'm gonna go To the To fucking Mr. Child's bitch And run up a bill And And not feed my child And but get my child Some fucking Cheerios Bitch I didn't say all that I said just put <laughs> You gotta put yourself first and be selfish. And I felt selfish has like a negative connotation to it, but it's like, just put yourself first. Be like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to travel alone. I'm going to do whatever. Put yourself first. And when you start putting yourself first and you start going on dates with your own self, you start buying your own self shit, you start flexing on your own self and you start, you know, really loving on your own self then when a the motherfucker come along, you be like, "Bitch, please." You see, I'm I already got my nails done, bitch. These you don't see no cuticle, bitch. All right, you don't see no new growth, nothing. You don't, bitch. I I new set, new feel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you got to flex on yourself. Take yourself out on a date. So that way you know, like that. You created the standard yourself. Like you're like, bitch. This is what I want. You know. I was going to go on this date with this guy last week or two weeks ago. Bitch, I don't know when it was. And he was over here talking about some, oh, let's do a little coffee date, which I'm not opposed to a little coffee date. I was First, I was strictly opposed to it. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't mind it. But then it was like I had to meet him in, like close to like – um nyu area and i'm like it's an extra train i gotta pop over and i'm definitely not gonna take an uber all the way down there and i was like well what time he was like 3 p.m i said oh that's right in smack dab in the middle of the day i'm still working uh, i don't know let me see and so then it got like an hour or two and i like bailed i said i'm not coming baby i'm just sorry can't do it you know what i'm saying like i'm not because that's not the type of person i would want you know what i'm saying like i know how i want to be treated and i know what i deserve and that's not it little coffee day where i gotta jump hoops and do nine nah, doing all that you know what i'm saying like and then he's like oh well i have a brunch thing at i mean a, a breakfast thing at this time I said, Mm-mm, it's no you're not gonna pencil me in like i'm not nah so it's it's great I know that works for some of the girls it's not gonna work for me I already know what I'm worth and I know like even last weekend somebody was like oh well they didn't say this but in a roundabout way I was sitting around talking to some people and they were like they didn't say this directly but in a roundabout way it was kind of given like oh you need to kind of like lower your expectations no you could lower your expectations you could you are more than welcome to lower your expectations all the way to hell bitch it's not gonna be me it's not I've never done that a day in my life I won't why Why start now I, I don't lower my expectations for any other aspect of my life why start now with someone I might want to spend my life with or like a good chunk of my life with Why would? Why, that don't even make no damn sense do you not see how my expectations are super super high in just random shit why would I lower my expectations for an actual individual that I gotta live with and deal with that don't even make no damn sense, even saying that. But I, you know, I let them say what they they had to say. But they're like, you know, you know, you just gotta be more. I said, uh, uh, you be able to be your own realistic and lower your expectations. And if that's how you feel about yourself, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's none of my business. But businesses that pertain to Solomon, it's I'm not lowering. I might if in, instead of lowering, bitch, I might raise them. Okay, how about that? Um, All right, so on to the next listener letter. Okay, so our next listener letter comes from Elizabeth. She says... In all caps, please read mine, Solomon. (laughs) Hi, Solomon. I love listening to your podcast every week. Really feels like I'm just listening to a close friend speak to me. You are so funny and you always bring a smile to my face. I met this guy on Tinder a little over a month ago. We messaged back and forth every day and just had the craziest and funniest conversations. We eventually started texting and then we finally met up and we actually ended up hooking up. Since then, I've gone over to his house a few times, just chilling, smoking weed, hanging out together. We have a lot of the same interest. It seems like we really had a connection. Let me put on my glasses, child. I'm getting blind. There we go. His vibe was just very genuine. I never had any concerns being around him. I always felt comfortable and welcome every time I saw him I spent the night at his house one night and it was just amazing it felt like I had known him forever he would text me good morning every day and I would just make my day and I would just make my day talking to him He was always asking when he could see me again. He would ask my opinion on things. He even suggested all these fun activities we should do together. He would tell me he misses me, and he even told me that he sees me as a partner for him to be committed to, and that I checked all the boxes, LOL. I went to Vegas last Thursday, and that's the last time I heard from him. I texted him when I got there, and I never heard back. It's now been one week since I last heard from him. It's gotten me really down. I don't know if he ghosted me or just isn't getting my text. Side note, we both have iPhones, but suddenly all my messages to him turned green. I would really like to think there's just a mix up with our phones not working, but there's a chance that maybe he's blocked me or something. I know we just started talking not too long ago, but I really feel like we were starting to fall in love with each other. I don't know what to think. Should I try calling him? Thanks, Solomon. Love you, girl. Well, this is really sad because I am like ninety nine percent sure that he ghosted you. Um, you know, it, and it could be a multitude of reasons, and it's not even your fault. You know, the thing about like that is like it has nothing to do with you. Like you know, like the whole thing. It's like it's not you. It's me. No, it no for. It's really not you, bitch. It's him. No, no, for real. Um. I don't, you'll never know. I mean, unless you call him or find a way to get in contact with him. But if I were you, I would just let it go, you know, like, and honestly with time, like it, it's, it's easier. Trust me. Cause I've been there, bitch. <laughs> Hello. Um, and it does get easier as the time goes by and you're just like, bitch, fuck him. Whack doodle time. Um, I, I think like sometimes like it's weird because it's like, I have noticed A good portion of, like, my dating... And I said this, like, two episodes ago. It's like, I would always date people who were, like, just out of a relationship. And then, in the end, like, while dating me, were getting back with their exes. And then they would get back with their exes. And then, boom, drop me to, you know, kick me to the curb. So, it could be one of those situations. But I would not stress about it I know this hurts regardless it's never fun for someone to kind of like toss you out and make you feel like you know you're insignificant that's never a good feeling but this also kind of stems back to what I was saying previously in the other letter is you have to really focus on like boosting yourself up and knowing your self worth and be like all right, bitch next you know, because when you do, it don't hurt that much. Um, but I, n- needless to say, it don't matter how much you boost yourself up. Initially, stuff like this is going to hurt and it's not fine. And I don't have any, like, like advice to give you other than it's going to take time and to just understand and fully understand, like, it has nothing to do with you. You know, and when these situations, you be going through your whole mind, like, bitch, was it... Was it because a little bit of my toenail polish was chipped off? Was it that? Was it that? Like, you really going through it? Like, bitch, what was it because I had a stretch mark on my booty? Like, what was it? Like, you really going through it? Like, you're like, damn, what was it? And it's like, it wasn't it, it was none of that. It really wasn't. It could be some outside shit that ain't even got nothing to do with him either. Um, But one thing is for sure is time will make you feel better. You'll feel better. Um, And just know that, like, it's not about you, you know? And Fuck him. No, for real. fuck him. Because honestly, like, you know, there is an adult. So in the, what is it? The new Sex and City. What is it? And just like that. There's an episode where Carrie goes on a date with this guy, like a second date. Or was it a third date? Something like that. I don't know. It was a a, a follow-up date. And she's missing big or she's not sure she's able to like date and he's there waiting for her no he comes out the cab and she's at the corner in front of the restaurant and she's like he's like oh we're not he's like you're here early she said yeah I got here really early and he's like oh it looks like we're not gonna go on that date huh and she's like no we're not but I wanted to be here to tell you this in person and that's such a mature way of like going about it and just you know and that's that's what we need to do is we need to just start, like, letting people know, like, you know, this isn't going to work or blah, 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 woo, doo, woo, doo, woo, and then boom. You know what I'm saying? Instead of jumping off the face of the planet. But now don't kill me now. There's also—I also believe sometimes I don't need to give you a, a thorough explanation because sometimes— when I when I tell people things, they be like, "And but why? But why? But why? But why? But bitch, I didn't told you why and why and why and why and why." Now I am about to tell you again. It's an it's a Riz app, you know, and I hate that. Like sometimes it's like I know, especially for women, when women like let a guy loose, guys just can't take the no, they can't take the L, they just be like pressing them and pressing them pressing. Like you know, it's like let up. You know, so sometimes I think just for, like, some safety purposes, it is kind of okay for, like, women especially to be like, all right, we ain't working out by block, you know, so you don't be bothering me. But um, but just, yeah, like I said, just know that it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with him. But I wish you'll feel feel better, and you will, you know, you really will. Um, Just watch some TV, drink some wine, and... Get back on the app, bitch. Get back to swiping. There's there's someone else around the corner, honey. Trust me. All right. Feel better, babe. Whoa. All right. So we have one more listener letter. There's some more that I want to get to, but I'm going to save them for next week. Um, this is from Aram. Arum? 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 Okay, she says, Hi, Solomon and the Ray gang. So, I'm a 23 year old plus size girl who carries her weight well. If you saw me, you wouldn't be able to guess my actual weight. I still live with my parents, and my mother especially wants me to have weight loss surgery. It's to the point of get it done or out my house. I'm totally against it. I have nightmares about getting the surgery, and my intuition is telling me to stay away from getting the operation. I feel like my mom wants a skinny daughter instead of a healthy one. She isn't considering the complications the surgery could have. How do I tell her I don't want to compromise my health to be skinny? Thanks you for helping. This is wild. Um, It's just so, like, one of these days, like, our parents are going to, like, no, one of these days, children are not going to have to deal with the bullshit and trauma that is inflicted on by our parents like one of these days somebody said no bitch hold on before i get into you not me making it about me Uh, already Uh." (laughs) um somebody on i was swiping on what's that shit hinge and he was like i want people with healthy relationships with their parents or something like that like if you don't have a a good relationship with your parents it says a lot about you and it's like actually it might say a lot about the parents. You know what I'm saying like who 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 has great parents and be like actually I'm trying I'm you know I'm going to choose to not fuck with you. You know what I'm saying like not everybody has that privilege of having a great solid relationship with their parents. That is a pr- that is a fucking blessing and a gift, baby. And everybody be going through shit with their parents. You still love them. You know, but it ain't nobody. So I was like, I wanted to match with him so bad and be like, bitch, let me curse you out real quick. Boy. Anyways, um, I don't even know. I'm flabbergasted. But no one should ever pressure you into having any bitch from going under, putting yourself in uh, under anesthesia, bitch, weight loss surgery. You know how long it takes to like recover from that shit? Listen, any like I used to I've had no problems going under bitch and falling under on a fucking operating table. The older I get, the more nervous I am. I'm like, yo, you come really close to death every single time. And, you know, the statistics aren't that bad. Like it's not like you want like everybody be dying, bitch. But it's wild though. Like and I you know, for anybody to pressure anyone into a surgery is so abusive and just fucking wild. Um, But I would I know it's going to be a tough discussion But I would just tell her and be like yo I would tell her how you feel And Yeah I don't think that's right For your mom to Want to force you into something like that That is That's so abusive And I wouldn't want to live in an environment Where like I'm reminded Of My shortcomings Or you know and that's another thing Is like Your home is supposed to be your space to just feel safe and... Like, it's really supposed to be, like... Like, a place where you can, like, recharge and feel good about yourself and, like... You know, like, every time you leave the, the door... Or even if you, you know, virtually leave the door on your phone through social media, you're always bombarded by like shit to kind of tell you you're you're not good enough. And so it's like you're supposed to be home and your home is supposed to be like your safe haven and just a place to feel safe and loved and surrounded by that. And I can't imagine like going out in public and then already having your insecurities and stuff and then coming home and it's like this woman is down your motherfucking throat talking about bitch you better go ahead and lay up on this operating table. Like, that is wild. Um, but I would talk to her and just be like, it's not for me. Maybe later on it might be for me. I can't give you any promises. But I would tell her, be like, you know, I'm your daughter. And <clears throat> I love you. And I know you love me. But this does not feel good Um, to have you constantly remind me. If anything... It, you know, I, I mean, I don't know much else than what you wrote, but it's like, if anything, it's probably forcing me and, you know, giving me stress. Maybe I, I eat when I'm stressed or feeling bad and, or whatever. Um, and, you know, I would just have that a, a very open, frank dialogue. And I will say, like, as hard it is as it is to share your emotions and being super vulnerable with people, I feel like it's so important to do that because then people kind of understand it a little bit more. And um, and I think ultimately, and I don't know this to be 100% true, but I, I'm choosing to believe this. I think our parents always want us to win and they always love us. And there's a lot of love there. So I think when you come from like a very vulnerable place and say, this does not make me feel good, blah, 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 we do, we do, woo. Do, woo. It might break open some of that surface that like hard surface that your parents are like not willing to, you know, you know, negotiate with Um, because I would just say like, yo, like this isn't for me and it doesn't make me feel good that you say this. And it, you know, it makes me feel like X, Y, and Z when I, I go out and I already feel like shit and now I come home and you're my mom and you're supposed to like love me and make me feel better. And now I feel even worse. Let me figure this out on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't share this body with you. I can't share my emotions with you. I can't share my day-to-day experiences with you. So let me do this on my own. You know, let me figure this out on my own. If I need help, you're my mom. And you can just say, like, you're my mom. If I need help, I'm going to come to you first. And I want you to know you will be the first person I will come to. But right now, I need to do this on my own and i need this decision to be my own and it's something i don't even really want to do you know or what, whatever the case may be but i would just have a very frank open conversation with her and see how it goes but um i hope that goes well for you praying for you send you light and love and yeah keep us posted <laughs> alright so that is the end of our show bitch I got an hour to get ready before I go boxing and go punch some shit bitch um what am I doing oh I'm going on a a little dinner date with this guy I've been talking to for a few weeks um on Friday oh bitch where the fuck is my artwork shit (laughs) shit it still ain't even here um, yeah, so I can't wait for that He seems like a little sweet little guy We'll see, we'll just, you know Playing it by ear Um. What else? Final thoughts Um. Final thoughts I would just kind of piggyback And reiterate what Onika was talking about, bitch If you good at something, say it There ain't nothing And it's, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with just being like Bitch, I was good at that Like, if he was good at your job, I'd be like, bitch, I was good at it Okay, and? That's it. I was good at it. It's only a weak bitch who gonna hear that and be like, oh, well, oh she didn't need to really say all that. Bitch, because you're a weak ass bitch. I was good at that. I'm great at that. Bitch, when I, t- when I, when I tell you the, the way I weeped when Britney Spears said, I wasn't good, I was great. I said, finally, bitch, finally, we've been needing you to, to, to own it. We do love a humble queen, but sometimes you gotta just, there's nothing wrong with saying like, no, I'm good at this. Yep. No, I'm actually really great at this. Mm-hmm. So find some things that you're really good at. Or like one or two things. And say it out loud in the morning. Just be like, yeah, bitch, I'm good at this. I'm a great cook. I'm a great driver, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a great painter, whatever. And be like, bitch, i I'm, I'm I own it. You know? there ain't nothing and, and, and i feel like the girls be like oh it's they try to paint it out to be like oh you conceded you a narcissist no bitch i'm vulnerable i'm not i'm not none of those things but i'm not a dummy bitch i know like i'm good at this so just own it um aside from that what else what else what else um i i lied and said that the college and Sam are gonna be here on monday but, it, but it, it ain't it ain't even shipped <laughs> it's waiting on <laughs> fedex to find somebody to pick up pick up the shipment i'm like bitch just drop find somebody to come to the place and pick it up bitch the fuck anyways but it when it's there it's there bitch and i'll let y'all know aside from that um take care of yourselves and each other and until next week bye